Hello, this is Roy Lilly. While water companies are struggling with leaks, the equivalent of 1,180 Olympic-sized swimming pools lost in leaks every day. And they're not the only people struggling with leaks. The NHS is leaking. It's leaking people, the equivalent to about 36 football teams every day. And I doubt there's more than a handful of boards who can tell you why the people who left their trust last week quit. Routinely, we don't do exit interviews. Why leavers leave is really important. Common threads can usually be woven into solutions. The Institute of Fiscal Studies gives us some clues. Their report, new one, which is called Which Staff Members Leave the NHS Acute Sector, is a stonking good read. As they say, quote, Despite the importance of retention, there's still much that is not known about the leaving decisions of staff. And very sensibly, they add, each of the reasons is driven by a mix of different factors and could, in turn, suggest different policy solutions to improve retention. The IFS analysed the leaving rates of consultants, nurses and midwives and healthcare assistants between 2012 and 2021 and added some very smart thinking that considered associations between leaving and three different categories of factors. The categories are one, the characteristics of individual staff members, two, the local economic conditions, and three, the characteristics of the trust. Allowing them to consider how the leaving rates of each staff group vary by these three characteristics when, hold, when holding all other factors constant. For instance, consultants, nurses and midwives and healthcare assistants amongst female staff, the probability of leaving the acute sector peaked in their 30s. Yes, this is likely at least in part to be driven by maternity behaviour and combined with the patterns of part-time working that are common following maternity leave. However, think about it. It shows that over the next decade, the NHS can expect to lose significant working time from women currently working and are in their late 20s. Do we have a plan? I don't think so. Male healthcare assistants, unlike their female counterparts, had very high leaving rates in their 20s. Why? We don't know, and we should. The IFS considered the role of tenure at the current trust. Tenure, tenure at the current trust. For all three staff groups, those with the shortest tenure, that's up to two years, had the highest probability of leaving. What triggers leaving after two years? Exit interviews would tell you, and that's why they're important. For nurses, higher reported staff engagement was associated with a lower probability of leaving. That tells me the old saying, leaders are visible, remains as true as ever. For consultants, higher satisfaction with immediate managers was associated with a lower probability of leaving. And that tells me leaders create the time and space for good people to do great things is an enduring truth. The investigation unearthed previous sickness absences are strongly correlated with future exits. For consultants, missing 10% of a month off work because of physical illness was associated with a 30% higher probability of leaving three months later. Nurses and midwives missing 10%, a 13% increase in the probability of a three-month departure. 
The associations with mental health absences are even greater. For consultants missing 10% because of mental health issues was associated with a 58% increase in the probability of leaving three months later. For nurses and midwives, it was 27%. It says something about the NHS and how it manages occupational wellness. Regions with higher unemployment rates have lower leaving rates of nurses, midwives and healthcare assistants. And that says to me, as pressures on income increase, look out London, Birmingham and Manchester with low unemployment rates for an exodus of band fives. If we don't understand why people leave, we won't understand why people don't come back. And they don't. Fewer than 20 people a week return to practice. We're living through unique times. Her Majesty's government has taken us to war with Russia. We're not being bombed, but our way of life is being demolished by weaponized costs spiraling out of control. People are trying to make sense of their lives, and that puts special pressures on the workplace to be a sanctuary, an inspiration and a refuge, a place of fairness and just reward. Working in the NHS is not easy, and it makes no sense to make it even harder. Thanks for listening. Have the best weekend you can, and I hope we'll speak again soon.